0: Zelda, Rita, Joanne, Haley Stone gathered around for one last attempt for August to try and salvage this evening. He submerged himself in the pool outside and tried to connect to any spirit, any spirit at all. And during that time, he successfully did so, casting a spell. And then hears from the spirit world a voice. He then feels a metallic object in his throat. The ladies poolside watch as he reaches into his mouth and retrieves a brass key that wasn't there before. And clearly, (laughs) Zelda Grantham says that is the key to Walter's office, an office that I'm never to go into. And that's where we ended last week's episode and because we've just seen something a little crazy at least for joanne and for Haley, and for david for august's character this is um this is beyond yeah a little odd so we're going to make a a sanity roll you all are going to roll a d100 And you need to get equal to or lower than your sanity score. Gail, what is your sanity score? What is the sanity of Joanne Lamore?
1: 55.
0: 55. Haley, what's yours?
2: Mine's the same. 55.
0: 55. And how about our friend Augustron?
2: 80.
3: Oh. Because power and sanity are the same stats. So that was was my best uh,
0: best roll. So you, you are able to probably deal with the strange perhaps a little bit better. So we're looking for under 55 for the ladies and under 80 for August Storm.
1: And Jay, just thinking about this sanity or losing, like not being able to comprehend something or it being, it's, it's sort of losing touch with logic. Is that correct?
0: Some of it is just being terrified. Okay. Right? Like if you ran into a dead body, mm. we'd be rolling this roll again. You know, but like you can you can understand a dead body.
1: Yeah, you can understand it. But it's also you kind of lose touch with your reason, I guess.
0: Perhaps. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like the instincts take over. Something has scared you.
1: Yeah. The reason I asked is I'm going to put something else on this. If I make my save, I don't believe he's a spiritualist. Like I believe he's Mm. a fake. If I don't make my save, I believe
0: him. I think that would be how you would do it, right? Mm-hmm. that makes sense that sounds totally fine I, the, you're more than welcome to put that kind of uh, addendum onto the roll what'd you get? 10 <gasps> 10 okay so I you're going to succeed how did Haley do?
2: I rolled a 62
0: Ooh, you're gonna fail
2: yeah I failed that
0: That's why I got that really phase. excited
2: first I was like yes 60 oh no needs to be under <laughs> high <laughs> numbers yeah oh
0: tell me David <laughs> just rolled real high
3: I
2: rolled
3: an 81. Oh. I literally failed by, by one. By one? Yeah.
0: I don't think you can use luck on sanity. Oh, really? I don't think so. I Just I will,
3: a house
1: roll you made up? Uh, no, not, that, not a house roll. <laughs> that might be a Cthulhu roll. I'm not sure. I can't remember.
0: Luck may not be spent on... Luck rolls, damage rolls, sanity rolls. Yeah. Sorry.
3: No, that's fine.
0: That sucks. It's, a, it's the fate you. of... you.
3: I don't think I've succeeded in... Well, I guess I succeeded in the uh, the spell,
1: but been a lot of failure for Augie.
0: Yeah. So far. <laughs> Even with the, your good stats.
1: I know. Yeah. Maybe all your bad stats will turn up, right?
0: Haley, you're going to lose three sanity.
1: That's permanent, huh?
0: Yeah.
2: No, I make it. Makes it's sense. only twelve
0: yeah. episodes, yeah. I'm just I'm I'm taking sanity off left and
2: right. I, I honestly as a person felt a little like I lost three sanity thinking about that that key coming out of somebody's
1: room. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm.
0: David, something has invaded your space from the other side. That's a different situation. You're gonna lose five. Sadly, ah. Which
1: you
0: triggers something else. If an investigator loses, uh, and we're playing Call of Cthulhu, by the way, for everybody listening, if any investigator loses five or more sanity points as a result of one sanity roll, sufficient emotional trauma has been suffered that the Keeper, that's me, I'm the Keeper, must test the investigator's sanity. That means you need to make an intelligence roll. But if you succeed at the intelligence roll, that means because you're so smart, you understand what the fuck just happened. Makes it worse. Whereas if you were dumb and you failed and you're like, I don't get it, then you just like compartmentalize and you're right. like, well, I guess that was a fart in the universe. I'm, I'm out.
3: Well, if we remember from our character creation, I had several average rolls. Uh, so
0: <laughs> it's what a is coin our, flip what on this. What is 50. our intelligence? 50. Yeah, yeah. There 50. we go. Yeah. All right. So we got to. No. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no. I've been failing rolls left or right. This should be easy.
2: <laughs> Watch him for the critical. Come, Come on. on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yep. I was
0: Seventeen. so worried about what? what?
1: Oh my god. 17. 17. Yeah.
0: Yes. That is. Uh, you finally succeeded at this. <laughs> yes. I love this. I love perversely if the intelligence role succeeds the investigator recognizes the full significance of what has been seen or experienced and goes temporarily insane. Yeah I mean what
3: what does temporary insanity mean within the game?
0: You are going to get a bout of madness. Jeez. Keeps getting worse. Yeah. (laughs) It sucks dude. Just a bout We're going to break this character tonight. Let's do it. The investigator gains a new mania roll a D1. God there's so many rolls I gotta make. I just want to get to the story. (laughs) <laughs> to roll one D100 on a table X for sample manias or choose one. God, let's just do this. Oh. oh my god. That's so many manias. 78. Please don't suck.
3: Believe in the Easter Bunny with all my bones.
0: The fuck <laughs> is this? Alright, Dave, think about this tonight. Uh, this is paramania <laughs> which is an, an abnormal pleasure in complaining. <laughs> <laughs>
1: An abnormal
3: pleasure in complaining. Okay.
1: You know, you have a lot to complain about. This is like the
0: equivalent of doing an (laughs) improv show, and you're like, can we get a suggestion from the (laughs) audience? And they are like, toilet. (laughs) Duty. All right. (laughs) So, yeah, they've maybe, there's, I, from your backstory there's probably a few things that you could complain about tonight.
3: Well, it's also not that I complain a lot, it's that I get pleasure, pleasure. out of complaining. That's, that's where it's like oh Jesus Christ. Let's think
0: about it this way. Let's, let's just think like, about it this way. Oh, my cause... throat
3: is sore sore from that key, but I am rock hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my
1: god! I don't know if we had to go to that kind Guys, of thing. Guys, I'm stiff as a board that.
0: right now. Thinking about being poor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's think of it this you know, way. You can get
1: pleasure from playing D&D.
0: <laughs> we're at it. I don't know if we're going to edit all of this conversation out about what to do with this paramania, but let's think of it this way. Looking back at your backstory, you have a lot of stuff to complain about. that just like a bother on your life. So yeah. you probably keep a lot of that close to the vest. Maybe the pleasure, and we don't have to think about it, sexually pleasure. But we could. I know. We could. Know. <laughs> but think of it about it, is This is like the first time you've just, all of a sudden you just feel like I need to unload this burden onto these other people. And it's just like, <laughs> it feels good <laughs> to just like share, like you guys just saw something fucking crazy. Now you get to hear about <laughs> it, like why I don't, why I have trouble paying my bills on time. <laughs> so that's going to be you tonight. You all just saw the key come out. He comes up and he says, does anybody recognize this key? She says, that's Walter's key. It goes to his office, and I'm not allowed to be in there. Haley, this affects you.
2: Yeah, I think I was kind of, like, knee-deep in the water, ready to save him. I get out of the water really fast.
0: Yeah, I like, what else is in the water? Yeah. How do you feel about the paranormal going into today?
2: You know, to be honest, it had never been much on my mind. I I always thought about the sky, like yeah. you said. Was the The ghost thing never really... A part Man, in it's
0: life. it's coming yeah, in now. Right. It's coming in hot. This guy yeah. might be who he says he is. And you did have that strange experience with the little girl, uh, the cold air, mm-hmm. Joanne. How do you react to this?
1: I turned to Rita and put my hand on my hip and say, "Rita, this is abominable. I've seen Houdini live. I know how this works. If you wanted to get into Walter's office so bad, you didn't have to." Puke all over the fine art of spiritualism.
0: Everybody looks at August.
1: <laughs> Zelda, darling, you don't have to take this from them. How did you get that key?
0: Zelda says, very entranced. As
3: I'm kind of coughing and hacking still a bit just from the sensation of it being down there, I, I like, without even answering it, I still am just trying to look at this key. Do I am I sensing anything like supernatural about this key, or does it now just seem like a it just seems like a
0: mundane key to you? And her saying it belongs to this other person uh, maybe makes it more real, more solid. Uh, I'm gonna.
3: How many copies of this key were there? She
0: shakes her head. I there's one. I'm sure. I'm sure of it. There's only one. And he keeps it with him. I don't. How did you get the key?
3: This has never happened to me before, but. I was summoning spirits and I felt them. I felt them under the water and I opened my mouth, let it in. And the only thing that came out was, was this,
0: I-
1: This is disgusting. I'm sorry. Obviously Rita gave him the key, Zelda. Oh, I'm not touching that thing, but Rita, why don't you just take us to the office? Obviously it's probably Walter wanting to jump out like from a cake or something.
3: I have no reason to lie about this. You may not believe me but I've just made a fool of myself tonight and I'm just trying to find out what is going on because something like this is not something I've even read. And about.
0: I certainly did not give him a key. I don't want to get into Walter's office.
1: Oh yes. Oh, I'm just yes. as disappointed about this evening
0: as you are dear. And we may need to talk about payment later, August, because this was not up to the standard that you promised.
3: I fully agree. This is not exactly what I planned, but it is what you asked me to do. This is just not what I thought would happen. Now you said you said that August felt something else like kind of come into his body. Can can he can he feel that or is that just something he might be unaware it, of?
0: It kind of all released once you got the key out. Okay. Like if you could imagine something placing the key inside you. Got it. And then yeah.
1: Yeah. Tara lost more sanity. I did. It's yeah. like You're the leaking. person Tara, not, Just not Haley.
2: Sanity. <laughs> Just...
3: <laughs> All I know is this was put inside of me for a reason. And if you say this is a key
0: to his office, I, I think we need to open it. Mm. Rita does not look happy about this. She's shaking her head. Absolutely not. That is. What is going on here tonight? Why do people want to go into Walter's office? I don't understand it quite at all.
1: Rita, obviously this is a big setup. Between who and who? What does he know about any of this? She gestures. I'm sorry, but you're just such a bad actress. I mean, it takes one to know one, unfortunately, but I do see it. You... The two of you have obviously set this up. She, now, just take the mm-hmm, donkey and let's she's go. She's bellying
0: up to you. Do not question this woman's <laughs> acting ability. Bosom to bosom, she's up in your face.
2: I'm gonna get in between them. Can I? Can I push them apart just a little bit?
1: This is not necessary, ladies. We need to keep our wits about us. Of course, we do. Oh, I've I've had enough, Zelda, darling. Do you want? To, what do you want to do? I think we can all agree that Zelda should decide Zelda
0: is staring at August Strom and the key in his hand. Is that all? You just got a key i uh
3: I did hear a voice and just quick uh, point of fact, what did the voice sound like? Could I tell any type of age or gender or you know anything from
0: what I heard? if a wind if the wind had a voice? That would be the voice. It was neutral of, Got it. So it was, of gender. I just heard some
3: spirit tell me to find Bonnie. Do you know who that is? Bonnie?
0: I I don't think so, no. Do you? And she looks at Rita, and Rita says, "I, Yeah, I know several Bonnies.
3: Do you know of any that could be possibly in danger that, that we would need to find? It, it's... A, or a associated
1: with Walter pers- told me that
3: directly and I, I'm just trying to make a connection and make sense of what just happened no, to me
0: I don't no I don't know Obani sorry another swing and a miss on your part
3: okay I, I am done with you just you just insulting me like this okay I understand that you paid me to be here but fuck the money I don't need it okay I just need to understand what happened here something something is seriously wrong and if that doesn't concern you, then
0: you can just go home, okay? But it concerns I think me. who it concerns is Zelda and Walter, and it's between the two of them.
3: This is beyond just the two of them. There, there's something in the water that, that, that delivered a message. It's important to find out what those messages are. It is a message from the, from the beyond. You may think me a fraud, and some days I am, but not tonight.
0: Zelda, sweetheart, I suppose that this is up to you, isn't it? Zelda looks back at the key and she says, Maybe we use the key and if we don't find anything, then then maybe you are the fraud. What is it that you think we'll find?
2: It can't be a whole person up there.
0: I hope not. Walter wouldn't be like that. But maybe this... Bonnie is somebody he knows. And maybe that's where he is right now. Maybe he's trying to help her. Maybe we have to help him. If you want to use the key, then I think we should. I think I want to know. When's the last time you saw Walter? It's been over three days. Is that unusual? And Rita says he goes and comes as he pleases. He sometimes has these, I guess it's like a wanderlust. He, He just has to go out, you know, take drives and uh, clear his head. He's a very big star, and it's very stressful. It's very stressful living this life. And you can see, like, that relationship where Zelda is acquiescing to whatever Rita wants to say about it. Zelda, if you wouldn't mind, could you lead us to his office? Yeah. Is
1: everybody going? Mm Mm-hmm. I take Zelda's arm, actually. Joanne takes Zelda's arm. Okay.
3: I do kind of check in with Millie and, and... Does she have any type of reaction to what, what, what just happened?
0: You turn around and Millie is kicking her feet in the water. I just kind of vaguely smile and and uh, follow, follow Zelda. You all start to march into the house. The lights are very low. You pass by the sunken living, living room where Art Berman and uh, the other actors and actresses were hanging out. You go along this this bar where there was food. And you hear a clatter in the kitchen.
2: Didn't everyone else leave? But I say it like under my breath to the person who's in front of me.
0: Every, like, everybody's kind of on edge. So there's that, that jump. Comes from Rita. Zelda even kind of panics a little bit. And the, everybody looks at the, the kitchen door.
1: Is that your your cook?
0: It must be. Yeah. This is Martinez. This is Martinez. And Rita West puts her hand on the door pushes it forward and light spills out into the room that you're in from the kitchen. And then suddenly the door swings wide open and it's Lori Martinez, the cook. What are you guys, what is going on? Why is it so dim? What are you all? He is soaking wet and he's dripping water all over our carpet. Mr. Lamb's not going to like that.
3: If you have a towel, I'm happy to dry off.
0: Should have got a towel. I I say this to my kids whenever they go go swimming. Bring the towel to where you're going to go swimming. Dry off. Traipsing through the living room all wet.
1: Where is a towel?
0: I'll get it. And she disappears into the house. Rita turns around. You've got us all on edge. She's talking to August. My nerves. You wanted a spiritual experience. I'm sorry that you got one. I don't think you're really sorry. Doesn't sound like it and uh lori martinez comes back chef she hands you a towel i dry off zelda i think i'm going to call it a night you okay and zelda nods and thanks her for her service for the evening you all watch lori slowly walk out of the house the door closes
1: zelda darling let's let's continue on and bring this night to a close
0: so there's a stairwell. It's got a dark banister and these white steps with black marble on top, risers, black marble risers. And you get to the top and it's this hardwood with a, uh, a runner, a red and white, more like a maroon and white carpet runner running the length of this hallway. And you can see where there is a bathroom up here at one end of this hall. And the middle would be the master bedroom, which is where... Uh, you spoke to Zelda earlier Another bedroom and then at the opposite End of the uh, the master Bath would be The office Presumably She gets in front of the door And she turns around to August And holds out her hand for the key I hand it to her She inserts the key and it clicks open She grabs all of the doorknob It's uh, one of those Glass angular kind of Door knobs, almost like a giant diamond shape she turns it slowly pulls it open and you all are confronted with this large dark room from the light in the hallway you can see the shadow of a desk on the back wall across from you okay she walks in searches the wall for a switch and flips it and inside you see what looks to be a very simple Office with a desk, a high back leather chair. On the walls are posters for movies starring Walter Lamb. Movies like uh, Savoy Swing, which is one of his bigger hits. Another one for Go Boy Go. On the desk, you can see a poster for The Lucky Bachelor, which is the film that they start in together Walter and Zelda which is the cause of her meteoric rise among Hollywood circles behind the desk you see a shelf that has on top of it a reel to reel projector facing the wall that you're standing on photographs papers on the desk and a telephone Zelda lets out a sigh of relief Just an office, right?
1: Joanne starts looking around the room, just inspecting a little bit more, just to make sure that there's nothing we're supposed to see here.
0: Joanne, Mm -hmm. says Rita, what are you doing? It's just an office. There's no dead Bonnie.
1: I wasn't looking for a dead body, Rita. But apparently we were supposed to come in here, and so I'm going to look. And once I'm done looking, I'm going to leave.
0: She turns to Zelda. Are you okay with this? And Zelda is, well, uh, just a little look, right?
1: I'm already looking. I'm strangely, I'm actually looking at the walls. I'm kind of looking for a place, considering that this is Walter's house. Like, is there some like secret door that he could jump out? I'm still in this place of like he's gonna jump out.
0: Well, that would be a spot-hidden check.
1: It would be a spot-hidden check.
0: What's your spot-hidden?
1: 45.
0: For those who mm-hmm. are listening, Call of Cthulhu is a D100-based system uh, in which you roll against different skills and stats. If you listen to our second season, Analysis Complete, the Mothership system, is very similar to that except a lot more stats, a lot more skills, I should say, a lot more skills to roll against, in very specific Call skills of Cthulhu. Yeah. in this game. Gil, it has a 45? And you mm-hmm. rolled a. Oh, a
1: 17.
0: A 17, which would be. Hard. It's less
1: than a half success. Yeah. So hard a hard success.
0: success. Yeah. Also, in this game, there's difficulties, or should I say, different levels of success. If you just roll under your number by a little bit, that's a regular success. But if you can do better than half of what your skill is, for this example, Gail's spot hidden, which is her ability to see you know, hidden objects or spot things uh, while investigating. Uh, Her stats are 45, half of which would be a 22. Mm -hmm. By doing less than that, she gets a hard success. Sometimes uh, you need to hit that kind of degree of difficulty in order to spot something really difficult. And an extreme success would be a fifth of 45, which which would be nine. Yeah, nine. Sure. In this case, yeah. You do see that in between uh, two bookshelves on the right side of the room, mm-hmm. to the right of the desk as you're facing it, you can see that there is a panel on the wall that looks like it could be moved.
1: Oh, well, look here. I see a panel and I like start pointing it out. And obviously somebody's you're being a to- bit
0: of a nosy bitch, Joanne. I'm sorry to say that in front of mixed company, but I think we're all thinking it, right?
1: I'm sorry. I thought we were supposed to come up here and see if we're supposed to find something. And look, we found something.
0: Walter's not here. And he may have... secrets. We all do. Yes. Do we need to be going around investigating these secrets?
1: Well, you're the one who brought in the spiritualist, she says as she makes rabbit quotes. And you're the one who brought all of this up. Zelda, it's up to you. I will say, look at this panel. I think we're supposed to open it if we're supposed to be going with this party's flavor.
0: It's just a panel. It is. And Rita takes Zelda by the hand and she says, Zelda, men, and women are allowed to have their private lives. You really value your marriage. You will allow Walter his. I think we need some kind of role here, girl.
1: Are we talking persuasion charm
0: Is is persuasion Bastard. a skill? I should probably get a shoe Persuasion is a skill. I mean,
3: yeah. I would like to try and persuade her to open too.
0: I mean, you're in the middle of madness. <laughs> I'm just in the, just the middle of madness of complaining.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Cool. I'd hardly call it madness.
0: <laughs> I need to get like a like a table of things for you to complain about, and I just roll on it every 10 minutes and be like...
1: And the bus was late. They didn't pick up my garbage this morning. <laughs> Aw,
0: Eisenhower.
1: <laughs> the dry cleaners couldn't get the stain out. <laughs> <laughs> J. Edgar Hoover.
0: Let's let's do... Uh, yeah, what do we say? Persuasion? Is that your jam? Or you got something else you can do?
1: I'm better at charm, since I am being... Disarming, like it shouldn't matter, but
0: is that how you want to? You're being disarming,
1: yeah. Like, we're not doing anything really that bad. Word, all right, go for it. Oh, geez, where are these rolls coming for? That's a six. What are you doing, dude? <laughs> which is an extreme success,
0: <laughs> yeah. Which means, you know, I was gonna, all right, sure. All right, so uh, Zelda, <laughs> Zelda's like pulls herself away, like pulls her hand away from Rita, and she says. I can understand a lot of things. I can put up with a lot. But if Walter has the kind of private life that I would be embarrassed about, then that shouldn't be the man that I spend the rest of my life with. And so we're going to look. And that's that, Rita. And you can leave if you want to. You can just go. This is my house. It's my house too. And Rita is going to see this sudden tug of war between that has erupted between Joanne and herself over the opinion of Zelda Grantham. Well, if that's how you really feel about it, I've been nothing but a good friend and I was trying to have a good party for you, but if that's how you want to be, then I guess I will leave. I will see you tomorrow after you get some rest, but don't make any more rash decisions, especially with this and she points at August, this charlatan. And she points at Joanne, where this has been. And she looks at Haley. I thought maybe you'd have more sense than either of them. I hope you'd look after her. Good night. And she walks out of the room.
2: I have the impulse to follow her out onto the landing to see if she goes all the way out the house. Okay.
0: All right. So we're going to split things in two. You follow feel free to follow this impulse you follow her down the landing and you see her uh reaching into a coat closet and getting on a fur and she looks up and makes eye contact with you one more time she takes a big breath lets out a sigh and walks out the front door would you want to continue after or is that enough for you
2: no that was enough for me
0: Okay. When you turn back around, you see Zelda is crouched in between these two bookshelves, and she places her hand on this panel that Joanne has found, and she's able to slide this piece of the wall to the side. And inside, she sees a stack of film cans, 16-millimeter film that would probably go to the reel-to-reel projector that's in the room. In addition to the, the film is what looks like a stack of headshots.
3: I reach for the stack of headshots and start going through them to see if there might be a Bonnie that's somewhere in there.
0: It only takes you three three pictures before you find a... She has blonde, curly hair. It's a black and white photo because they didn't do color headshots back then so much. It's a black and white photo of this woman who has very light hair, probably blonde. And uh, it's curly in the back. She's got the curly bangs up front. She's young, probably early 20s, maybe. Could be even fresh out of high school. And got these... Narrow lips that form this very cutting smile, and uh, the top row of teeth are perfectly aligned. She has that kind of like that kind of canine toothy smile. You know, some people have like a little bit more pronounced canine in their, their mouth. It's kind of that look. It, it it's uh it's striking, and you see at the bottom of the headshot is the name Bonnie.
1: Let me guess. You found Bonnie.
3: I found a Bonnie, okay? And I understand that you think I am a fraud. But why are you still here?
1: Because it's obviously a setup. This was a party. We're doing something for Zelda. Let's do it. Rita played her part well.
2: I don't know. She didn't seem like she was playing a part to me. Miss. I'm just trying to find out what's going on.
3: Okay. Now... If you can expose me for the the fraud you think I am later tonight, I welcome it. But for, for right now, if we could just see where this leads, and if you want to laugh at me at the end, go right ahead.
1: I will not laugh at you, sir. I am disgusted by you, sir. I am going to see this to the end. And when we get to the end that is when I will leave and never speak about you or laugh about you ever again that's fine by me
3: and I turn to Zelda and I I hold up the picture and say have you ever seen this woman
0: she looks at it intently yeah I do know her she was she was in the movie with us which film The Lucky Bachelor it was the race day you were there And she points at Haley. You were on set that day, racing around the track. We were shooting a scene at a racetrack. Oh, I remember. She's... She sold cracker jacks. She would walk up and down the stairs. In the aisles? She was supposed to have a line, but I think they cut it. She walked up and down those stairs in heels all day, and I remember just thinking how how sad. She must be miserable. Yeah. She was in the movie,
3: and all—all all of you were in this movie. All three of you.
0: Joanne wasn't, no.
3: I wonder if, find Bonnie could relate to finding that scene in the movie. Maybe, maybe there's something there.
2: What's on those film canisters? They
1: have film in them. Yeah. Is there any label on them?
0: No, no, no label. Okay. But they've been—they've been, they've been uh, developed. I mean, you can. And how many canisters are there? Three.
2: How many? Head, you said 10 headshots?
0: Uh, I, d- I didn't say. The stack is actually about uh, more than 20. Oh, okay. A couple dozen.
2: Not like a film per headshot sort of thing.
0: Oh, no.
3: Are they
2: all women? Yes, they are. Do
0: they're they all, all look very kind young. of the same? No. Uh, they're a variety of, of young actresses.
3: I'm going to start opening these film canisters um you said they're not labeled though they're
0: you don't even have to uh, i shouldn't have said film can they're they're just kind of like uh open film like the the real. they're on a spool oh okay like you so just need to slide so like you could you could actually just pull some of the film out and see it, the and the hold image. it up
3: to the light yeah,
0: yeah. if you wanted to
3: mm-hmm. uh, i'll start doing that to one of them
0: you can make out it looks like a stage. It's like a well lit stage, and you go through several frames.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, just can, put I, it can I see? The reel. Can I see Walter on it? Like
0: no, you don't see. You don't see anybody in the first, you know, few, few images. Um, but then you start to see like a female figure walking onto the stage.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, let's just put it on the,
1: yeah, mm-hmm. on the film. Thing. I'll reel it up.
0: Okay, Joanne. Sets up the reel-to-reel. I'm sure she's fully capable of doing such a task. And you dim the lights opposite of the projector. You can see a screen that is rolled up.
2: Oh, I'll pull that down.
0: You pull it down. Turn the lights down. Joanne flips a switch. And the room is illuminated with the glow of a film projector. And the movie starts. Hello again, dear listeners, it's Jay, and I hope you're enjoying the show so far. I'm stepping in for the briefest of moments to inform you on how you can show your appreciation for the work we're doing here at Out of Depth. One way you can help out is to just recommend the show to friends and strangers. Our goal is to get our stories out to as many ears as we can, so word of mouth is huge for us recommending the show to your friends or leaving a review at whatever site you're listening to us at that goes a long way to helping us find and build our audience but jay you may say can't i just give you a small fraction of my expendable income how do i get it from my pocket to yours well you can go to patreon.com slash of and subscribe at any tier you feel comfortable with for as long as you would like to our patrons get all kinds of behind-the-scenes info on the work that we do here at Out of Depth. They also get first view of our raw recording videos for each episode of the show, and they get exclusive access to our post-season Q&A where we, the cast, discuss the story and why we made the terrible decisions that we did. So if you want that kind of access to us, you're only going to get that at patreon.com slash getoutofdepth. That money helps us pay for artists and collaborators and expands our ability to create fun stories for you to enjoy. We don't do ads or paid endorsements of games, which means support from our listeners like you is absolutely vital to our growth. If you want to be a part of that, you can do it at patreon.com slash get out of depth. Thank you so much. And with that out of the way, let's get back to the show. And see what dark shadows our investigators will step into next. Let's watch a movie. The lights from the projector brighten the room, and an image fills the screen in front of the desk. The four of you: Joey Lamore, Haley Stone, August Strom, and Zelda Grantham watch in anticipation, not really sure what you're about to see. The first image you can see on the screen is a stage. A stage in a theater. You can see the curtains, dark curtains, and lighting rigging. And after a moment, a young woman walks onto the stage. She's wearing a gown that has Maybe rhinestone, something that's reflecting the light back to the camera. So she kind of sparkles. You hear a voice. Say, okay, what's your name? And she says, Louisa? Okay, Louisa. Let's see you dance. And she starts to flirtatiously move her hips about. And there is this dread in the room that this is about to get very explicit.
3: If I flip through the headshots, can I find Louisa?
0: You do. After a moment, she stops. She never takes off her clothes, but she does suggestively lower a, a shoulder. Maybe the slit in her skirt exposes a little bit more leg than the uh, ratings board would tolerate. you hear her voice say, Thank you. We'll be in touch. And then another woman. And then another young woman. And then a fourth. This fourth one is Bonnie Hunsaker. She is beautiful. She has the kind of eyes that look like they are inquisitive, excited about being on stage. Joanne, maybe you relate to this kind of feeling that she has to be in front of a camera to be on stage to just be just to be looked at. And she dances, and it's it's the kind of clumsy sensual dance that somebody who's very, very young thinks that men much older than her would appreciate. It's almost embarrassing. She finishes and she she looks up and she says, Thank you very much. She walks off the stage. Joanne, you can see in the light. Uh, reflected off of the screen a tear coming down the cheek of Zelda Grantham. She looks more confused than anything. What is this? Another woman doesn't enter the stage after Bonnie. Instead, you see a man get up who's much closer to the camera in the audience. He stands up and you immediately recognize him, Joanne. And probably Haley as well, Mm -hmm. certainly Zelda, as R.A. Goodrich, the president of Goodrich Pictures, one of the biggest studios in Hollywood. And he turns around and he says, fucking Art is gonna love the brunette, whatever her name was. I can't even remember now. Art's probably gonna love that broad. What about you? And that's when you hear the voice of Walter Lamb from behind the camera. And he says, No, I think I got my heart set on something else. And the reel ends. And we just see a bright light. In that quiet between the four of you, you hear Zelda whisper, I think I'm going to be sick.
1: Oh, Zelda. Come here, and I pull out the chair for her to sit in. Thank you. What is this? It looks like an audition tape. But what are they auditioning for? Did you never do any of these? But what
0: is this? Why
1: is it in a in a shelf? Why is it hidden? I'm, I'm sure I don't know, but...
3: Oh, you know. I think we all know.
1: Well, perhaps Walter likes looking at it and her. Is that
0: all it is? It's
1: just looking, right? I don't know. I mean... We'd have to have some sort of poof of something else. And actually, at that, I pick up the next reel and just kind of very lackadaisical looking through it, like spooling through to see kind of again, is it just more auditions? Is it, yeah. It
0: looks like it's the same, same, same group group setup.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Is the last reel the same? Uh, yeah, the last reel is the same. Yeah. They're, they're all the same thing, dear. So, I don't know if you want to look through them but um Mr um Strom what are we to do next? We found Bonnie.
3: I'm I'm not leading this investigation. I I'm just as clueless as everyone else. But uh I think we obviously need to find more answers. Uh I kind of start kind of looking around his desk to see if I can I can find any anything regarding Bonnie or anything suspicious i suppose
1: give me the headshot yeah are they just photos yeah i was going to say turn it over is it also the <laughs> the resume on the back as usual no these are I just don't know.
0: these are just the the pictures no no resumes on the
1: and back. and no stamp from an agency or anything
0: uh yeah some Ooh. of them have stamps some of them don't Pre- you would presume like maybe they're they're like unrepresented okay. uh, but there's a uh, conrad agency. On Bonnie's? Yeah.
1: Conrad agency. You contact them, find Bonnie.
0: Yeah. August, while you're looking around the desk, you see next to the phone that there is a Steno pad that has some writing on it. You see a name, Leonard Kemp, and you see a location, Indio Hills. And you all would know that Indio Hills is a few hours east of Los Angeles, it's uh it's a low mountain range in the uh Coachella Valley but it's uh it's like sand mountains i think Can't, or that you i think it, i think some people call them the sand mountains or sand hills but it's a it's a very deserty dry kind of area named after a town India.
3: but that looks like the most recent thing written in this
0: in this path yeah you can see where like pages have been ripped out and then you just see Leonard Kemp Indio Hills underland underland under Indio Hills.
3: Uh I rip that page out and put it in my pocket.
1: Did any of us see him just do that?
3: I mean you I heard him rip yeah. a page out of a
0: pen. What was that? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing?
1: What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> could be do something.
3: Could be nothing. it's Just the last thing he wrote in this pad was a name and a location. Leonard Kemp, India Hills.
1: Name ring any bells, Jay, to anyone? Haley. Mm.
0: It rings a bell. There was a job offer for a driver out in India Hills for a film. And the director was Leonard Kemp. But it was a really small production. Really low budget. People who presented the job to you were kind of like... I don't know what the hell they're... Like, we, they didn't even know what the script was.
2: I was going to say, did they give me any sort of sense of what the what it was about?
0: They said it was some kind of experimental film. Like some avant-garde nonsense that uh, this guy had uh, tricked some money out of Ari Goodrich to produce an avant-garde film. Something, something to get audiences in theaters.
2: Well, I don't think I heard him... I don't think you said the name out loud, but I like come over to peer over your shoulder. And I say, wait a minute. Does that say Leonard camp? You've heard of him? Barely. I I was, uh, I was invited not too long ago to film, to make a, some sort of experimental film out there. And that, that Indio Hills there, that, that they didn't, they didn't know what to tell me much about the script other than that. It was just going to be going to be on the forefront of its, of its time. I couldn't say, uh, say the paycheck was too small. Too far.
3: Well, that's odd. If paycheck was too small, I, I wouldn't think Walter would, would have any business out there either.
2: Our, this is going to be an indelicate question, miss. I'm looking at uh, Zelda. I'm going to say, how are y'all's finances doing these days?
0: Fine, as far as I know. I mean, I think um, Walter keeps a lot of that to himself. He's made uh, so much money from the films uh, we never want for anything.
2: He ever expressed an interest in directing you?
0: No. No.
1: Producing he
0: or... loves being in front of the camera too much. I don't know. I, I feel faint.
1: Zelda, darling, do you, do you want to stay here? or Would you like to come and stay at my house tonight? It's no, very I... late.
0: I think I'll stay.
1: All right. Do you need anyone to stay with you?
0: She holds out her hand and grabs your hand. No, thank you.
1: And then I say very quietly, Zelda. And I'm saying it very quietly so that practically only she can hear. Zelda, did you ever happen to do one of these sorts of auditions for Walter or Mr. Goodrich?
0: Yeah. I did
1: And with that um, I get down on my knees like next to her in the chair to like get, get in really close. And after these auditions, was there anything like what happened, you know, like that one time with Robert Taylor?
0: No. No. I got the I got to work on the lucky bachelor.
1: Good. So probably this is very similar. right.
0: Yeah. Do you really think that?
1: I think it's completely possible.
0: Are you lying to this girl? This young woman?
1: Sorry, given Joanne's background, she thinks that this is how things are done and that Zelda's yeah, very yeah. lucky this that it life. hasn't happened to her.
0: She looks at you and she says, thank you. And you can tell she's not. It's more being sweet on the verge of patronizing.
2: I would just while they're doing that, I want to look at all of the posters that are on the wall and see if I see that Kemp name listed mm-hmm. as like a producer or anything on any of them.
0: You look around at the posters and you don't see that name anywhere. Okay. Yeah, it's all the kind of same, same, uh, same names. Ari, Goodrich, and then Art, Art Berman. It's
2: still significant. They haven't worked together.
0: Yeah, it is. I mean, you still learn something, right? Mm. Okay. I like that. I like that optimism.
2: (laughs) Great. And there it all goes.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. I was genuinely impressed with that optimism. Like, yeah, we got something out of that. We got something by not finding anything, which is true. It's, It's accurate. All right. Zelda gets up. Everybody has one last chance to do something in this room. Does anybody need to do anything else before we get out of here?
1: I unreel the projector and put the canisters back. Well, Zelda, uh, would you like me to put in a call to Conrad?
0: Do you think you could do that for me?
1: Oh yes, of course.
0: Maybe I'm being silly, but maybe he's in trouble. I just don't know. Well we it. could
1: also I can also reach out re- reach out to RA as well about this uh this uh Kemp Kemp? Is that his name? Leonard Kemp. RA owes me several favors.
0: I'm so happy you came to the party tonight, she says to Joanne.
1: I'm happy you feel that way.
0: I think it's time we call it an evening. And she Uh, holds out, or she has the key. She takes the key and she waits for you all to walk out. She turns the light off, closes the door, and locks it.
1: I head straight downstairs to the closet to start getting my coat.
0: You start to head down the stairs. Halfway down the stairs, you hear... Another sound. This is the breaking of glass. Yes. The lights are off downstairs. It's very dark, except for the front door is wide open and the lights from the outside are spilling into the foyer.
1: Rita, Mrs. Martinez. I'm looking around for the light switch. You
0: start heading down the stairs. You get to the bottom. You hear the sound of grumbling, mumbling.
1: It must, it must be Augie. Uh,
0: (laughs) The rest of you all are up at the top of the stairs looking down.
3: uh, Yeah. I start rushing down to.
1: Who's there? Turn on the lights.
0: And Zelda hustles down the stairs behind you and flips on a uh, lamp by the door that casts more illumination into the room. You hear from the dining area a howl, a moan. Who's there? Stumbling out of the dining room, clutching a glass of a dark liquid in one hand and a revolver in the other is Walter Lamb. His black hair is parted on one side and disheveled, falling in front of his eyes. And he looks like he's sweating. He's glistening, like he's just hot as hell. His whole suit is crumpled and his tie is hanging loosely. He takes a huge gulp of whatever liquid's in this glass and it just drops out of his hand and clatters on the ground without breaking. It's one of those very thick bourbon glasses and he sees the four of you at the bottom of the stairwell what are you doing in my house what are you doing here
1: what's zelda doing yeah she's shaking
0: walter where have you been
1: then i stride up to walter and i go to like pat his as
0: you walk up to him he holds the gun up
1: miss and i take two steps back
0: zelda freezes What are you doing in my house?
1: It was a party.
0: There's no more parties. No more
1: parties. Walter, that better be a prop gun. Put that down right now.
0: And he moans and lowers the gun and it goes off. Ice cream. And this revolver fires hitting the floor.
3: I think I'm going to slowly approach then with kind of my hands raised and say no one means you any harm put the gun down walter
0: you haven't seen what i've seen i bet
3: i've seen worse sir it's okay what have you seen what's going
0: on you've seen them the shadows on the wall did they let you see the shadows on the wall
3: i've seen spirits of many kinds but i can't say i've seen that
0: no you haven't you haven't seen them I still see them now.
3: Do I see him, like, looking at something in particular?
0: He's, like, staring through you right now. Staring right through your
3: eyes. I kind of turn around and look behind me to see if I can sense anything that he's referring
0: to. God help you. God help you when you see these shadows. God help us all. What happened, Walter? And he holds up the gun. (gasps) I'm gonna
3: try and jump for him.
0: (laughs) Yeah? (laughs)
3: he's starting to turn it towards himself.
0: What's your dexterity?
3: Seventy-five. Ooh. All right, roll. Fifty-five. Oh, I succeeded something.
0: <laughs> <You> succeeded. <laughs> he holds up the gun to his own head, and you dive forward, and you both clatter to the ground. And he screams out, "I don't want to see them anymore. I don't want to see them anymore." <laughs> and As you all are wrestling, the gun goes off.